Hi, welcome to Billboard Happiness. I'm Laura Scholes Bedeker, a copywriter and brand consultant living in Oakland, California, with my husband and our 13 year old daughter, and two dogs and four chickens. And I'm Dr. Jerome Burt. I'm a clinical psychologist with a practice in Nashville, Tennessee. Laura and I have been best friends since high school, and now we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Billboard Happiness takes the best advice on happiness and health from the smartest people and turns it into short, easy-to-communicate nuggets of wisdom that your kid will actually listen to. Well, let's get to it. Hey, Jerome. Hey, Laura. So good to see you and hear your voice. Oh my gosh. Good to see you too. And it has been a minute since we did a podcast. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. I I don't know what to say. I'm not going to apologize. That's ridiculous. But I'm very happy to be back with you on a Sunday afternoon where you are. And, um, you it's know, snowing we, in Nashville today. Snowing? Like for yes. real snowing? Yes. For <gasps> real snowing. <laughs> that's a, so that's pretty. a rarity in Middle Tennessee. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. It's our second snow this 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 year. And have you been running in it already? No. It's the first time in months that I have No, it's the first time since the pandemic that I've run on the uh treadmill. Oh, wow. I went to the gym. I ran on the treadmill. It was um, it was fun. And um, during the pandemic, in the beginning, I banned myself from the gym because I was just too uptight. And one day I saw I was running and this guy was being obnoxious on his phone and I said something rude to him. And, you know, it's like, you know, about modulate. And then uh, <laughs> and I thought, who are you, Jerome, to be telling somebody what to do? So I thought you need to cool off. And at that point, I, I've not run inside in two years. So this was. the Wow. First time. How and did it I, feel? It felt good enough. OK. All right. <laughs> the reward yeah. systems on the inside. It was titillating enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just went for a run on my trail, which I was a couple minutes late joining our our zoom meeting because I ran into some friends on the trail and it just reminded me like how it isn't just being outside. It's being outside and being around people who like exercising outside. <laughs> like yes. those are my people, right? Absolutely. That's, that's, you know, I, I tell people that I tried for a couple of hours every Sunday morning. Um, a big piece of that is running into fellow um, members of the Green Cathedral, we call it that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, my 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 park friends, and one yeah. woman calls me her park boyfriend. I'm so ooh, I know. <laughs> that's uh, saucy. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm I'm excited uh, to kick off the 2022 era of our podcast with a really. Um, a really great lesson, I'm calling it. It's a book called Let It Be Easy. Um, the subtitle is Simple Ways to Stop Stressing and Start Living. The author is Susie Moore, S-U-S-I-E-M-O-O-R-E. Um, and it's like little bite size. It's kind of what we do, little nuggets 
it's and I read it every morning and I'm just kind of going from front to back and we'll start over again because it's it's the kind of things that you could just read over and over again to remind yourself. And um, I'm particularly excited because Jerome, as I've told you, my my mantra for the year is bigger, easier, funner. And so this book is all about let it be easy. Mm -hmm. And um, so the the lesson we picked out for today is uh, one that I think is especially great for kids, which is of course why we're here. Um, and and the title of of the chapter that contained the lesson is confidence is simply a willingness to feel uncomfortable. And I'm just going to read a little bit of of this lesson, and then we can talk about it. So she says, Susie writes, a confident person isn't special, born that way, or unusually good at things. They're simply willing to experience rejection, embarrassment, criticism, failure, humiliation, or whatever emotion that scares us. Most people just aren't willing. What's, what's the worst that could happen if you put yourself on the line by doing something new, scary, or intimidating? The worst that can happen is a feeling, a temporary bad feeling. It won't kill you or even hurt you. And in fact, research reveals that human emotions last for a whopping 90 seconds before changing shape. I think we could all withstand that. And, you know, I've heard that I've heard that number applied to feelings. 90 seconds is when you're mm -hmm. having a feeling that you feel like is taking you over. It, you know, in your biology, it really only lasts 90 seconds and then you're, you're moving on and you may get, unless you wave. put a narrative to it, unless you mm. put a narrative to it and you put a story to it and then you can grow that feeling. Right. Tell me more about that. Like, um, cause I'm sure that a lot of people who come into your practice have got very elaborate stories, uh, tacked onto their feelings. Well, I mean, you know, your if your distress system gets activated and then most people call it anxiety, you put a story to it like I'm really anxious right now and then I and I'm anxious because of the things that are in front of me. So you you give reason to explain your anxiety and mm. which might not be the reason, but however, you know, you keep growing that story and that's what keeps the the feeling going in part you know right, right right fear begets fear right and it can just grow and actually i mean this is a little tangential but i was just listening to sarah silverman the comedian on mm -hmm. tim ferris's podcast and she was talking about how um how you you get these feelings and you start telling these stories about yourself that mm -hmm. you're anxious or you're fearful and then you go into therapy and start talking about how you're anxious and fearful. And she said, but if you're not like looking at wanting to change that, right? Like you're just telling a story that's making you miserable. <laughs> like, that's right. like there's no reason to go to therapy and just talk about how anxious you are unless you're like open to like, turning it into something a beautiful change in your life that's right i mean that's all very obvious but i think it's really hard to do i mean you see people they come week after week after week after week probably i'm sure you see people telling you the same story over and over again no never that no don't well, that's put that true. on my not you my patients no. <laughs> <laughs> no no i the first thing i teach is about the 
um, your physiology. You know, what, that some of the best money I still say I've ever spent it was a stand and deliver mm. uh, workshop where Peter said, you know, if you can control your physiology, you can do anything. Mm. And so knowing that like, hey, your distress system is activated and there's some things that you can do to change the way that you're feeling. If you change your, I mean, if you change your near chemistry, you might change your train of thought, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's the beauty of you though, Jerome, is like you you hear a piece of advice and you implement it. And that's exactly what Sarah Silverman was saying is like, mm -hmm. you've got to open your mind to how to change this instead of just kind of living in that state that's that's bringing you down that's right and yeah you don't want people to collude with you um you know sustaining that state i was mm -hmm. talking to uh, uh a person this dude years ago that was just so uh upset about his parents maybe dying uh and the such and the such and you know and that he wouldn't get to be around them for much of his life because they're older parents and you know and he talked to them about it and they're really you know uh they're like look we're all right we want you to be happy mm. and i was just like look this is not your fault this is not your fault your parents you know parked this vigilance thing in you you know it's like if you're sitting around at 18 worried about dying you know you have been raised to think that the danger's lurking and if you keep thinking danger's lurking you feel like danger's lurking but anyway it's just like teaching your you know if you people have to collude with you to keep that story going that right. um the world is about to fall the the world is about to end yeah and it's um we're i promise we're going to get back to this book and the story but i think <laughs> it's been a while since we've talked like this so it's i keep going on tangents but i actually gave up twitter this week starting what, this past what's Monday. that what's that <laughs> <laughs> but it was to your point i i mean after i joined twitter when donald trump was elected just because i i felt so alone mm -hmm. and adrift and i needed to know that there the world had not gone completely crazy and so i found mm -hmm. my tribe of people um and it grew and then that just became what i did when i had a moment between projects or a moment standing in line at coffee waiting for my coffee and i just this week in the bigger easier funner mantra i said okay i'm getting off twitter and it does take you out of that cycle and kind of that story and you just keep chasing i was chasing the news and chasing the negative and um and avoiding the boredom of standing in line yeah. and getting a cup of coffee so it was it felt more to be pissed off and revved up yeah uh it, it feels I mean, you, you'd rather feel that than feel 
bored. bored. And so yeah. that's why you would, you know, get on Twitter. There's some other things you can do to, you know, that might be more adaptive. And that's what you're doing now, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. So that's all that's many, many tangents. But I think what I particularly loved about this lesson from Susie's book is, I mean, especially, you know, as we've said, I have a 14 year old daughter, this age is particularly one where they want to fit in. They don't want to look stupid or make a bad decision, be criticized, fail. I mean, no one does, but I think this is a, a prime time for avoiding those feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, this lesson of give, you know, it'll 90 seconds, this feeling will feel horrible mm -hmm. and then it'll pass and you will have made it through and done something that you didn't think you could do or, um, you know, raised your hand in class and asked a question that you thought might sound stupid, but actually gives you a piece of information that could change your life. I don't know. There's mm. all kinds of ways that this plays out. But I think giving kids that that 90 seconds, having something very solid and a number mm -hmm. that they can hold on to as a, right. a mantra themselves, like this won't this won't hurt, but for just a minute or a mm. minute and a half, I think would mm. be really helpful. Well, what am I supposed to do then? But meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> They could go on TikTok while they're waiting for the feeling well, to pass. You know what? That might be it. It's that just like, go on TikTok. I noticed that like young people, like when I'm walking down the street um, to, it's just like, well, I don't know how like to avert my eyes or avoid contact. So I'll just pull my phone out and look at my phone yeah. instead of just walking by a stranger. I think, I think that that's really interesting, you know? to um and maybe they're like doing it because i'm like so i'm like investigating and wondering if that's what's gonna happen yeah to you're them. look you're staring at them <laughs> scared the <laughs> shit out of them yeah. well what i mean what do you think about this idea that about i think the interesting connection here is confidence too like i don't think of confidence coming from a um a willingness to experience rejection like i think that's an interesting pairing what do you think about this idea of confidence coming from that um <clears throat> yeah i didn't i didn't i thought that that was um some high thinking you know <laughs> i i thought uh i you know i thought it was kind of mean like all you got to do is be confident you know and mm -hmm. um I don't know. I think it's just, you know, you aren't just confident. Good parenting listens to their kids. You know, you're not, you're listening to them. You're uh, believing in them. You surround them with people that believe in them. It's like one of my favorite papers is the uh, miscalibration, miscalibrated overconfidence. It's just like kids that are raised in the uh, in a situation where there's plenty, uh, for example, the gated like community kids, mm -hmm. like they seem to have more confidence or exude more confidence than the kid that is raised in the village where there's more scarcity and it's adaptive. You know, if you can beat your chest, 
and and talk about whatever you want to talk about your new place in um, Mexico to mm-hmm. your other neighbors if you're in the gated community however you can't you know it's not adaptive to go talking about what you want out of life and what you're going to do with your life humility is a lot more adaptive in the village where there's not enough to go around so Hmm. it seems that you know wealthy kids end up are exude more confidence you know and are much more assertive and about what they want and what they think is right they just speak up and that and because they do that the you know the waters part for them hmm. because we just give people that walk in and act like they know what they want and you know it's yeah. just like that's what humans do so i would want my kid to be confident and however it's not just a top down decision like okay body be confident you know it's right. probably a, a lot of things um you know uh that and and it doesn't just start with just this decision i'm going to be confident i do think that if you tell your kid um you teach your kid to breathe you know just like mm. yeah you know, it's just like hey when you get shunned take a deep breath you know it's not yeah. going to last it's not going to last forever um you know, if you if you got Sean, that that shit hurts, baby. And it's just like, you know, uh, but it's not going to last forever. Take a deep breath. And hopefully, you know, they, they don't sit in that too long, they, that they have some other things in their enriched environment that they desire besides getting into um, USC. I mean, you know, there are other co- great colleges. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and I do think there's that, um, I think I think what you're saying about kind of, it's kind of rolling with the punches, like you're, and I think that does breed confidence, though, like you can, like the more you see, the more you take a breath, this too will pass, you have the confidence to try something new, or right. like, I know it's going to I know I can do this because I've survived something before. Right. And it, so it's, it may be a different type of confidence than what you were talking about. The confidence that comes with, you know, white privilege mm-hmm. of being the king of the jungle, king or queen of the jungle, like the confidence to know that you can survive and you can move on and you will recover, um, get you to take more chances the more mm-hmm. you feel it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You just, so I, you know, this week I, I, I was asking people like, what would you like to be the forefront of your kid's personality? You know, mm. what would you want people to see? And I only had one person say confidence, like to be oh, a really confident kid. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I could really appreciate that. And that, um, you know, and, and of course, the dark side of that it borders on you know uh on arrogance and pride yeah. you know Holy. um uh, but then but you know mine was you know just a really warm welcoming kid i would want my kid to be very warm and welcoming like like yeah. like my surfer friend steven you know um he's just so that's his default that's the forefront of his personality and um and so and with that, though, breeds confidence, 
you know, uh, people see that, you know, that experience that person as a confident person. Um, And so that's what would you want Nora is at the first forefront of her personality to be? Would it be Mm -hmm. confidence or would it be kindness, warmth? Uh, My first thought was kindness, mm -hmm. but that isn't that isn't her M.O. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's a kind kid, I think, but that she's not a Steven. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I would want it to be maybe this feeling of um, kind of openness, like Mm -hmm. open to anything. Yeah, let's learn about that or curiosity or like, ooh, what are you doing? That's cool. Like, Uh that's also not her. But Uh I think Mm -hmm. if I could have that, have anything come forward, it's kind of like, let's try this. An inquisitive kid. Yeah, or engaged, you know. Right, right, right. Right. One woman said perseverance. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, so like, that's like a really intense kid. And like a really intense personality, like, let's get some shit done. Let's do this. And she's right. like, yeah. And I was like, like you, right? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, it's really hard to separate. The, the but all of those in their own way, though, goes across the board. I mean, there's some sense of confidence in those positive, in a kind person, because, you know, it's just like, I know who I am and I'm. I am being kind to you. I know who I am and I am being open and engaging and warm and with you. I mean, the uh, confidence is means that you, you know, if it's, if you truly feel that way, if it's a, you know, your subjective internal experience is one of where and, and you probably are not too, um, you know, um, your fear system is not activated. Right. I wouldn't, we're basically saying is like, um, we don't want, if someone's fear system is activated, how to um, take that deep breath or, mm-hmm. or be with that just for that, as that woman says, for 90 seconds to know that that will pass and it will be the longest 90 seconds in the whole wide world. (laughs) Right. Be prepared. It's not magic, but just hold on. Right. Hold on and breathe. Right. That's right. Is that our bill? Is that our billboard? I thought the billboard would be, but you just said, hold on, breathe. Um, what would you hold say? on and breathe? I just thought it was just going to be breathe, but I think hold on and breathe, or stay steady, or mm. yeah, something about that. Kind of- that's the billboard that everybody needs. Is that I mean, you know, just driving down the street, you know, and it's like take a deep breath, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, we need well, to see those every, uh, every, at every bus stop. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, th- I have things on my phone that pop up that do that. And then, but like anything you get used to seeing it and you, mm. you stop doing it. But yeah. Isn't that too bad that like, if <laughs> it's like, uh, you, it, you, you get over it, it works for about two weeks and then, yeah. you know, it's like, if that system is not in place that, you've decided that you're going to take deep breaths at every 
stop sign or every time that you're in traffic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you really have to put a system in place and decide. I'm going to be a big breather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am the type of person who dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I have loved talking about this lesson from Let It Be Easy. A huge fan of Susie and this book in general. Um, like I said, it's one of those great little quick nuggets that you can read every morning just to get your day off on the right foot. Um, and it's great to see you, Jerome. I'm so happy we're back. Yeah, boo. It's good to see you too. And confidence is a good thing, especially when it's has the perfect balance with humility. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's, that's the, the, the other piece of that, uh, that unsettledness that in that 90 minutes, it's like, I tell people like, that's not your fear center. That's, that's just humility, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, and that is good to know, like, that's a good thing. Like mm -hmm. the humility, the balance that's is right. a good thing. If you get Sean, you're supposed to feel unsettled for, yeah. uh, you know, especially if it was somebody that, you know, that was cute and all that like had, has all the good notes that you want to like use so you don't have to do your own. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take us out of here before we start giving uh, cheat sheets. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, it's always good to see you, boo. Good to see you too. And uh, thanks everyone for joining us. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Be love, be peace. Love you, Jerome. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.